This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public. Might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind. You better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack. You better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Purple Pants Podcast, episode 157, Material Girls. I serve as your humble and oh-so-gracious host, Bryce Isaiah, and I thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you could be so kind to ensure that you are subscribed to the Purple Pants Podcast, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever podcasts reside, we are there. Hit subscribe, write a review, give your baby boy some five stars. Listen, Purple Pants Posse, your baby boy has been booked and busy. I feel like I'm being pulled here, there, everywhere to start last week off. I was telling you guys, Easter was at my sister house. My family was able to get together. Then right from there, we flew out to Chicago for Bryce and Wynn present the Chi-Town Takeover. And listen, let me just tell you, Chicago, it did the damn Thing. So much fun, so many great people to be in the Midwest, and so many familiar faces. There were so many people that had been to previous Bryce and went present. It was just such amazing. Huge shout out to Sandra Diaz Twine, okay, Jatia Hart Taylor, Darnell Hamilton, Andrea Boki, Zanda Voce, Tiffany, Sarah, all from 41 were in the building. We had our big brother people, Jessica, Matt, Andy. It was just such a great time. We had some surprise guests. And if you know, you know. But listen, Chicago, whoo, we won't have to come back. It was so much fun. I felt like there was not enough time. I stayed an extended period of time in Chicago because, you know, my girl Jatia is from Chicago and she has two adorable little children, Ashna and Harry. And so I had to spend time with my babies. But listen, when I say they wore Uncle Bryce out, Let's go to the park. Let's have a tea party. Let's run up and down the steps. You can't beat me. Then it was tickle wars. It was just nonstop. So much fun. But I had such a great time. They came back to Philly. Derek Frazier was like, you said you was going out with us last week. And so I had to go out. Whew, it was just so much. Um, but I'm just glad to be outside and just, you know, just thankful to to have people in my life that want to spend time with me and friends making memories. Cause listen, it's giving material girls. So I am just excited to be back home. I'm 
back at work, even though I didn't even take no days off because I was able to work while I was away. So baby boy has a lot going on. And then the warm weather, Philly, I think Sunday was like 70 degrees and sunny. And so I was like, you know what? I got to get my backyard oasis together. Last year, I had like a little porch and a little area outside that for I've been here for a couple of years and I never really did anything outside. But last year, baby boy set it off. And now I got plans to make it even more island feels. And so then I was like looking at some of my house plants and listen, purple pants posse. Y'all know about the G-Nets. And I was moving some of my plants around my house. And it doesn't look like all of them, but I definitely saw two plants when I shook them. Little, little flies. I said, oh, no, no. I put them bad boys right outside because what we are not doing this year, I am not reporting to the posse every week about some G-Nets. And yes, I know it's called Nats, but for the Purple Pant Podcast sake, it's G-Nets. If you feel me. So I have already started. I've bought soil and I've been buying a lot of soil because I'm going to replant all of my pots that are in the house because I ain't even taking no chances. I had took a planting class maybe like two months ago at the Ardmore Nature Center. And, you know, it's about getting your yard together. But listen, I went there specifically for the GNATs. And so the one recommendation that the person told me was like repot all of the plants, wash all of the plants, the the bases of the plant, the pots, rinse them out really well, allow them to dry overnight. Well, how am I supposed to let them dry overnight where the plant won't go? Then they said get in the roots. So I'm thinking sometime in May, I'm going to just take all of my plants outside, get the hose and repot them all. So baby boy is being proactive. I'm not playing with the G-Nats this year. I'm coming ready. So I will keep you guys posted. I'm really excited for this week's episodes. It is the Purple Pants podcast playlist. And we've got Isaiah Goins back. And we are talking some new music, some artists that we discovered. So it's a really great podcast. If you like music, come on, come get your playlist together. You know, I got the Freak of the Week and church announcements. So listen, it's Material Girls. Let's get into these church announcements. On this week's church announcement, I've got two announcements for you guys. The first announcement really weighing on my heart um, after the weekend that I had. I came home and I just, you know, got some information about some family and it just really um, just really kind of upset me, not upset me, but just made me. I don't know what the word of emotion to use, but it just made me a little sad and it really had me thinking and I just wanted to. Let the posse know that it is important to create memories, create memories with people that you love, your friends, your family, your parents, your children, create memories. I feel like at times with certain people, certain family members in my life that I am like so scared to create new memories at the the fear of maybe this time next year, that person won't be here or you know anything could happen and so I feel like at times I'm stuck in a place that I don't want to create new memories I kind of just want to 
keep the memories that I have. And it's almost like mourning, um, like, you know, trying to prepare for something that if something bad happens, you are in this cocoon and like you're numb to emotions. But, you know, after this weekend and after I was like talking uh, with some people regarding like, you know, some family members, it really made me think that like, wow, I haven't really gone out of my way to create memories because I'm so scared of something might happen. And after talking with some of my friends to help me process it, because I was a little emotional, um, even though, you know, I was out and about, but I still was like, after going out, on Saturday, I like came home and I just had a little crying session. Um, and I was just telling some of my close circle, like just what I was dealing with and like how I was feeling. And one of my friends was telling me that there's nothing that you could do. And like, you have to live life and you got to love on the people that you love and you got to create memories. You have to make things that last. And it really had, you know, dawned on me that I stopped trying to make memories out of fear of if I make new memories and something happens, I'm going to be like devastated. And so I try to just live in like a capsule and talking with my friend, they were like, you can't live like that. And so I just wanted to bring that to the church announcements and to the purple pants posse. Don't be scared to make memories. Don't be scared to love on the people that you love. Tell the people that you love them. And, you know, that's how you have to live. You can't live in fear because living in fear is not really living. And you don't deserve it. The people around you that you love, they don't deserve it either. So I just wanted to put that on somebody's heart. I don't know who need to hear it, me. Uh, but I just wanted to put that on the church announcements. And I hope, you know, somebody can get something out of that because I definitely am trying to walk in that model of creating memories. Lastly, on the church announcements, you know, Bryce and Wynn present. We all over the place. Next Tuesday, May 3rd, we will be in New York City for the RHAP Live kickoff karaoke party. Okay, listen, y'all know I'm, I've been practicing. Baby boy been getting ready. So tickets are available for that. So come on out and support. And if you are going to the RHAP Live show, I'll either see you Tuesday or Wednesday. You know, we're going to have a good old time. And then Philadelphia, I, we coming. We coming May 11th at the Winston. Bryce and Wynn present the Homecoming 42. So all of our Philly supporters, all of our Philly friends that have been saying, when you y'all coming to Philly when y'all we here May 11th get your tickets and I had told you a couple of weeks ago LA been calling they've been saying baby boys where y'all at so Wendell and I along with Lauren Ashley Beck are teaming up for the finale Los Angeles May 25th tickets are currently available if you click the link in my Instagram bio B-R-I-C-E-I-Z-Y-A-H or on Twitter Bryce Isaiah you can get all the tickets for all the events and we will be posting the information to our social medias this week about the LA party so listen we bought the N42 with a bayang Material Girls! And we are back this month with your purple pants playlist and i'm excited to welcome back to the podcast isaiah Gowins. what's popping baby boy how are you 
I am good. You know, it's the Purple Pants playlist. We are back to talk about some music, and I'm just ready to get started. How you doing, Brace? I am good. I feel like I've been on the go, go, go. So, baby boy needs a good bath, and I definitely <laughs> am going to be jamming to uh, this playlist that we've curated. But I also want to get your thoughts. Like, what was your uh, feedback or thoughts on the first edition of the Purple Pants playlist a couple of weeks ago? Uh, well, first of all, I love that playlist. Um, I, I got some people who reached out to me. They said that they were listening to it. They were like, I love you and Bryce's chemistry. Um, they were saying that we that we actually got them into a lot of new songs that they never heard of. So, you know, that's awesome. And, you know, I'm just very excited just to keep doing these. Um, I'm really hyped for this one specifically because last time it was just me sending music. But this time you sent some music, too. So, you know, I, I, I'm I got tapped into some new stuff. You got tapped into some new stuff. And, you know, I'm, I think it's going to be a good conversation. Yeah, I'm really excited. And to the posse that's listening, if you think there are some songs that Isaiah and I should be listening to, uh, send them all over and we can add it to the next playlist because, you know, we go together. So it's not just me and Isaiah. It's the listeners, too. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, without further ado, let's get into this week's Purple Pants Playlist. All right. So the first song, I believe, that I put on. Let me look at the Apple version because I'm looking at Spotify. All right. So the first song that we have on the, this week's playlist is the new song that Megan actually just dropped a couple days ago. Plan B. Um, oh. Okay. So let's, let's hear what that sounds like a little bit. Yes. What we got for the Plan B. Naive. Hey, you better get on your knees and eat this, eat this, eat this right before I have another do it for me. Yes, okay, that is Megan the Stallion Plan B, uh, definitely giving hot girl summer. Uh, you know, I love female rap and mm. I love vibes like this that are very like female empowerment you know it's giving a little rap shit but sometimes that's what you need when you're going out or you're working out or you pre-gaming before you go out um what i really loved about this was i was minding my good old business Mm -hmm. the other day and um i have like (laughs) now don't think i'm weird uh but i have a group chat with some of my friends that and the group chat probably has been going on for about like five years that we just okay. talk nothing but little Kim uh, like you know when she's out this stuff <laughs> like you know and like the group chat started blowing up and they're like y'all see Twitter y'all see Twitter so Megan um, had performed at Coachella Coachella mm-hmm. and she debuted this new song and little Kim started trending um, she does uh, sample a couple lyrics from Kim but mostly what people were saying was that like Kim's influence is still on the girls today because Megan's style and how she bodied and rolled the track is very much essence of Little Kim. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, and the song wasn't out yet. Um, and then it dropped and I was like, oh, okay. And it's really just about plan B. And it's like, when you just tired of dealing with um people that don't give you your energy they playing yeah. in your face they are doing really stupid ish they playing with your time your emotions and your money 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you know, plan B, like, listen, I, I'm gonna take it back. I wish I never did like you. And it's like, you know, people are calling it a diss track. And we all know with three <laughs> names, we still have not gotten to the bottom of who shot you. What's going on? They're yeah. going back and forth. Tory was just arrested uh, yeah. because he was tweeting about the case. And the judge said it looked like he was tweeting directly at her. So he went to jail. He got bailed out. We still are in this whatever's going on. So people think that this is definitely a a diss track to uh, Tory Lanez and it's just like well my thing is like first of all Tory Lanez is like 4'3 <laughs> and <laughs> Megan the Stallion is about 6 foot so I just never saw them together. I just thought yeah. it was like a weird energy. Uh, but I definitely love the song because I have uh, I can apply playing beat to a couple of people in my life. <laughs> I, I mean, and, and real quick, uh, I also want to say. Shout out to Queen Latifah because I know that the beat was originally from her song called Name Calling. Um, and uh, Megan basically just like sampled this and put like her own little spin on it. So it, it, you can hear like the Queen Latifah, the Lil Kim influence. Definitely awesome. Um, yeah, this this actually came out in a really crazy time because outside of <clears throat> the Coachella and, and uh, the Tory Lane stuff, I mean, I know that she just went on the news recently and finally spoke out about uh, the whole situation for the first time publicly so I, I mean you know the the timing is wild uh, with this one but I, you know the vibes very old school um, I, it was cool to see her tap into this like old like smooth little flow that I haven't really seen her do in a while so um, you know Megan's been on that fast uh, you know moving a thousand miles an hour recently, and that you know? H-Town she's very like she's from Houston and they have yeah. a very specific type of flow and yeah. what I also find so interesting with because, you know, there are so many rap girls out and there's another uh, rap. I think her name is like Jessica Banks or, some, or something. I, I know Banks. you're talking about. And yeah. she got such comparison. Like, you know, they were hating on her. They were like, oh, my gosh, she's saying she's like Megan. She's trying to be like Megan. And you, a lot of her fans were coming to her defense like, no, baby, we're from Houston. This is our style of rap. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love it. I'm here. Y'all, I'm here for the female rap. And I just love the fact y'all know I live for Lil' Kim. <laughs> and if you come into the Bryson Wynn karaoke in New York on May 3rd, tickets are available. Y'all know, baby boy, is listen, you know I got paid homage to Lil' Kim, so you don't want to miss it. But <laughs> I just love the fact that, you know, Queen Latifah, Lil' Kim, Legends, um, you know, their error. Well, Lil' Kim's still in the rap game. But, you know, they when they first got into the industry, just 20 years ago and mm-hmm. still to this day their influence their legacy i just creating memories uh through music and i love it it's awesome it's it's they're definitely the model for a female rap but all right we can start moving on to the next one okay which um that is Family Ties by Baby Keem and Kendrick Lamar. Um, it is actually a Grammy, not nominated, but Grammy winning song now. Um, so let, let's hear a little bit of that real quick. Yeah, that's our song. That's uh, Family Ties. Yes. Okay. We we okay. I- Isaiah in his bag today. Um, 
So what are your thoughts on Family Ties? So Family Ties just won a Grammy. Um, this is, if you don't know who Baby Keem is, this is Kendrick Lamar's cousin. Um, you know, he's been around in the underground for a little bit. He got the song called Orange Soda. He just dropped his whole entire album. He's always been out, but Family Ties is really his breakout hit. Um, Kendrick Lamar has a ha- has half of the song. He has half of the song. Um, but really, I-, I don't know. This is just like one of those braggadocious songs where you're really just flexing. Uh, you got Kendrick talking about smoking on your top five tonight. You know, he's probably taking a job, jab at like Drake and all of them. Um, you got Baby Keem just trying to show people who he is as an artist. The music video for this this song is amazing. It's probably one of my favorite music videos I've seen within the past year. Um, but, I, you know, I'm just glad to see him popping as, as, as an artist right now. I just wanted to include him in this song on the list because I'm constantly listening to it. I love this song. Me, I'm a playlist type of person, so I will have playlists on and I'll never know the artist per se. Uh, and yeah. I've heard this a couple of times, and especially like after the Grammys, I always put on like, you know, the Grammy playlist just to be like, yeah. well, well, who won this? Who won that? And definitely <laughs> I um, I didn't really know much about him, but definitely love the Kendrick Lamar versus like, what does Kendrick Lamar not kill on it? And mm-hmm. yeah, definitely braggadocious. And I feel like it's, I don't know, just one of them, again, another workout song, another, first of all, it's, it's nice and Philly. The sun is out. It's giving, it's mm-hmm. giving me summer vibes. It's giving hot boy summer. It's really what I'm getting. Um, And sometimes you, sometimes you need to like talk that ish. Sometimes you need <laughs> to like, and I don't know, I just, I, I was picking up on some other things like, you know, what it's called family ties. And sometimes yeah. it's like, yeah, your biggest haters beef sometimes from your family, yeah. and sometimes you gotta flex yeah. on them a little bit and let them know. Absolutely, and you look, listen. You got two people in your family, all those accomplishments with music and stuff. You know, they they doing something right over there in uh, in that household. Um, I also wanted to include this song because um, for those who didn't know, Kendrick Lamar for the first time in like five years just announced that he's dropping an album. It's been like oh. so long since we've gotten Kendrick Lamar music. So I'm sure by the next time we do a podcast, I'm going to be talking about that. So yeah. And it was yeah. like a uh, speculation back when Kanye and Drake were going through their, you know, whatever, and their albums were coming out. Uh, yeah. People, a lot of people were saying that they didn't want duo of Kanye and Drake. Cause you know, the yeah. back in the day, it used to be like, you only wanted to, if you dropped your album, you wouldn't want to drop on a, a day that somebody like Drake is coming out or yeah. somebody like Kanye is coming out. Cause it's like, you're not going to chart, but then it's like, you know, then they started doing this where big artists will come out on the same day. And it's like, they, the model would be that like, okay, like, your sales will push my sales and it becomes like a competition and we know the whole Kanye and Drake beefed and they squashed it but then people were like they really wanted to see Drake and Kendrick go back to back you know they they were like he's been the sleeping giant we know when Kendrick come out it's been to be fire so and it's been such a long time since he has come out I really love that song with him and Beyonce Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah Kendrick Kendrick is fire yeah, I mean, real quick with the whole Kanye and Drake thing. I mean, Kanye was a hundred percent being petty because he only dropped it because Drake was dropping and he wanted to mess his numbers up. Well, here's well. the thing, though. But like, how many times did he push it back? How many times yeah, was supposed to come yeah, out? Then you're yeah. going on tour, sampling it. But I definitely think I will give Kanye the props of the Donda listening party. I definitely think yeah. that that has. Ch- 
You know, when Beyonce dropped the surprise album at night and it really kind of changed the marketing for people. We spent millions of dollars to promote this album and Beyonce just dropped it. So it definitely yeah. changed the game. And I definitely think Kanye changed the game with these listening parties because before the album even dropped, he had already sold like 40 million from these tours that he was doing um yeah. and you know he also released like the donda 2 but it wasn't available on any of the major streaming networks it was only on his like not his discord but a, a platform like that and so yeah. although what they were saying like oh it wasn't successful but it doesn't need to be successful if 60,000 people purchased it and it's 9.99 it's no the label take this the label take that like you know what I'm saying like you do the math mm -hmm. so like I appreciate Kanye and other artists that are really kind of getting away from the major record labels because honestly they're robbing artists like you know oh, you yeah. sign this deal you know it's the tour they get half of your tour money they get your social media the the budget that they put in and it's like well it's not really much left for the artist so I love when people are taking strides to really kind of like I don't want to say dismantle but I mean literally like dismantle the not uh, what's the word I want to use but like they're literally the hierarchy yeah but the institution like you know even yeah. though it's like the music industry but it's like any big other corporations we know what the big wigs at the top look like and, you yeah. know the money's going to them and you know a lot of the times they use these like young people of color artists feet like you know it's just like the you hear so many times of people going bankrupt like how you going bankrupt you had a number one song mm, because they they like to pray on the younger uh, artists who are just desperate to get out their situations, um, they just end up signing something without really reading it, you know. And I think that's why you're starting to see a lot of artists go independent now. Um, so, you know, kudos to him. Um, last thing I wanted to say about this song, um, this is uh, outside of just the album that Kendrick's dropping, the the new one that he's about to drop. Uh, this will be his first project off of his new label, PG Lang. Oh. So Kendrick Lamar, you know, like Drake has OVO, you got J. Cole has um, um, Dreamville. So, uh, you know, Kendrick is starting his own label. It's going to be called PG Lang, and Baby Keem will be the first official artist signed there. So, I mean, you know, that's also another good thing. Come on, Isaiah, with these facts. I love it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. What we got next on the playlist. All right. So this is your first song that uh, you put on here. This is we we spoke about Saucy Santana a little bit last time. So you put Saucy Santana's Material Girl on here. So this is what that's Material Girl. I want you to know I'm Yes, y'all know I stand uh, Saucy Santana. Love, love, yeah. love, love everything that he represents. I love the fact that he is fully his authentic self and his music. And uh, Material Girls was actually on one of his mixtapes. And it, you know, was like a sleeper. And then when he put out, because my first of all, like I said before, Saucy Santana done put out like six albums this year alone um, when some of these rappers is just putting out singles. Um, and it really became popular on TikTok and it has, you know, charted and a lot of celebrities love it. And so then he put it on uh, the most recent album as well. I had the opportunity a couple of days ago to go to the Big Lotto and Saucy Santana tour. And I was like so excited. And, you know, I knew somebody that knew somebody that knew that I love Saucy. So I was able to meet him and I felt like, you know, I was just giving him his flowers that like, you know, I appreciate everything that you're doing. You definitely are a trendsetter and you are opening the doors for many other girls like you. And I say girls in the urban black gay community, sometimes <laughs> we will refer to another male as like your sis or like girl, like, you know, but it's definitely in a term of endearment. So it was just really good to just like link up and just be in the presence of Saucy Santana, somebody that I just love. And Material Girls is just like, I want Chanel Nine Boots all the, keep a drop because you know I'm the true material. <laughs> like, it's just, oof, just a vibe and a jam. And I love Saucy and I was telling my friend the other day that I love it when I get a chance to see artists like Big Lotto uh, and Saucy Santana on like their first tours. I saw like, I was, I don't know if I told you this, but like I had saw PNB rock when he was yes. in the, just the Philly circuit, you know, selling for $10. Um, yeah. and so I really just love to see them in these beginning stages. And I definitely think that Saucy Santana will more than likely be like the first openly gay rapper that is talking about his perspective, his own voice to like really chart and to be a major superstar. And I just, you know, like to say I was I was one of the first to be piping Saucy Santana up. So I just love it. Yeah, I, I uh, I've heard the song actually before I even knew who Saucy was. Um, I was in a Zoom one time and my friends were saying Material Girl. I was like, what? Like, what is that? Is that like, no, 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 Isaiah, you got to say Material Girl. Girl. I get you. I get you. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad that I know who it is now. I, I can, when I listened to Saucy, I actually heard a lot of, uh, it felt like City Girls, specifically like Young Miami, they kind of like sound the same. I would like to see those two, or I mean, those three if they throw JT in there. I would like to see them do a song because I think they so got, they actually they have a song on his last project that was his All first right. charting song called where the shisha pass hey. me the hookah and that's definitely a jam as well it's yeah. the miami jt 
feet on the yeah so that he his first major feature um nice. and yeah so it's called shisha uh he also has done a live with Nicki minaj and okay. you know was like i want a song can we get a song and so she was like the time's not right but i definitely think if and when I'm not even going to say if, but when, when that saucy and Nikki song happens, that's when he's really going to blow up. But listen, you know me. First of all, I'll be here for a saucy and a Kim or like you know, just <laughs> yeah. I just I love saucy so much. It's all I could just keep talking and talking and talking. But you know, at this point, I feel like we're friends. Like. <laughs> <laughs> The last thing I want to say about Saucy, I think um, if you're familiar with uh, the XXL uh, mm-hmm. freshman class, uh, I, they they started doing their rollout for like, oh, who should the, the the who should be on the cover? And one of the people they put on there is Saucy. So I mean, mm-hmm. that would also be really dope for Saucy's career specifically if they can get uh, Saucy on the XXL freshman list because that's I mean, the last two years, I mean, they haven't been that good. I ain't gonna cap, but. Uh, I think that would be good for uh, Sauce's career, you know, no, just to push sure. him. I'm just here yeah. for the representation. I'm here for mm-hmm. the the queer people at home to see him. Um, and I just really hope that the music industry embraces him as much as I do. And listen, you don't have to like or see what, but it's plenty of rap songs, plenty of songs that I don't like. A, so, a hit song is a hit song. And yeah. again, we do know we have Little Nas X. Uh, he's out there. He's won Grammys. And so, but again, I, I when I say like the first black gay rapper that is like that embodies many of you know the community that look and sound like him saucy santana wears nails he wears makeup you know i identifies as male but you know he is just himself and he embraces his femininity uh and he's not scared of it. So that's what I mean by like the first gay rapper not to take anything from little Nas and Mm-hmm. Little Nas X is working on uh, a new album and it has I think we talked about this that week but it yeah. has leaked that you know he has a song with Saucy Santana so listen we I'm talking about we waiting for Nicki this Little Nas X song could be <laughs> the 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 push that he needs so I'm yeah. just excited I'm ready for the summer where the music at stop playing with us drop it material girls <laughs> alright so the first song that we have on our playlist, um, this is another Bryce edition. This is Caliber from Coco Jones. So I really love Coco Jones. I was mm-hmm. introduced to her through Bel Air on Peacock. You know, okay. the Fresh Prince show. Uh, that's the take. It's called Bel Air. You know, I talked about it on the podcast. I love it. And Coco Jones plays Hillary. And I was just scrolling through TikTok one day and I was like, I heard well first of all I heard the song because again like I said I'm huge on playlists if you ever are looking for new music or you feel like I'm always listening to the same thing and like you know you want to expand it you whatever you got Spotify uh, Amazon Apple Music go to the like you know whatever your whatever your judges whether it's R&B whether it's hip hop whether it's country if it's pop you know go to the playlist on you know whatever platform that you use and go to like the new songs or breaking new or I really have been getting into a lot 
because y'all know me, I love R&B, but I've been really getting into like the UK R&B. So I'm going to have to mm. give y'all some of that next week. So I've heard this song before. Then I'm on TikTok and they were like, Coco Jones is going to be the next R&B sensation. And I'm like, wait a minute, that's Hillary. And <laughs> again, I just love her vibe and the fact that she can really sing. Caliber for me is about when you are, you know, talking to your partner, whoever it is that you talk to, um, get on my caliber. Like, meet me where I meet you show me that you into me show me like you wanna like what's the tea like get on my caliber so I, I again I love songs that resonate with me and listen I'm waiting for somebody to get on my caliber so listen <laughs> see um interesting that you I completely didn't even realize that she was from Bel Air I'm glad you said that yeah she is um I actually when I first, before I even listened to the song and I saw the name Coco Jones, it felt familiar. And then I had to think about it. Um, back in the day, there was this uh, Disney movie and it was called Let It Shine. Hey. She was on that and she played the character Roxy. Wow. Um, yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. Like she was a really good singer on that. I'm like, all right. So I, it makes sense that it translates into music. Um, when I heard this song, um, the, uh, I felt really good because first of all I mean I can see that you really like R&B I'm I, you know this has helped me tap into my R&B side um and it, she really reminds me a little bit of like uh like I'm gonna say like Jeannie Akko and like um okay. Summer Walker for a okay. little bit you know what I'm saying like I like she has a really good voice you know here for it love her check her out if you haven't um and she hasn't dropped a full length project yet but you know she's been teasing us with singles so I'm all for supporting young black female R&B because you know R&B for a long time was like a dying industry and nobody wanted it like it just it it does not sell how it should sell and I have my thoughts and reasons upon it because I feel like a lot of pop music now is the new R&B and so yeah and pop is a very pop genre that sells and you know can move units and unfortunately if it's not moving units then you know the money doesn't go into it but I love me some R&B alright so the next song number five is Baby Girl from Chloe and Halle listen to the radio try to play it for my Casio even try to call my Romeo Yes. Listen, I am such a, you know, Chloe makes some good music by herself, but I love Chloe and Haley together. Like they, they make amazing music. Uh, this is one of the songs from Ungodly Hours, my favorite song off of that album. Ungodly Hour has to be one of my favorite albums of all time. And, um, that they just, they sound like angels. Um, Hallie, has uh she has like the the really uh angelic uh voice with a lot of range and then i could say chloe has like the the really powerful voice with a lot of like um i mean power like just like it's it's really strong you know so like together they just have such a good dynamic and i think this song specifically just has like such a good like floaty vibe i feel like like you know like i'm floating on like uh like a cloud or something just like listening to the song you know so you know they're they're both like the Beyonce prodigies um, you know they're, they're getting a lot of recognition and I just I love how their careers are going you know Chloe's a breakout music star right now and then you got Hallie she's about to be 
be a, a huge Little actress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I just loved this song. Was this your first time hearing it? So it was. I'm not a huge like Chloe and uh, how you say her name? Haley. Holly, Holly. So I'm not Haley. been a huge fan, like not fan. I just haven't really been exposed to them. I, I've seen them um, and I just never got into their music. However, like now that they're breaking off into their solo careers, definitely been getting into it. Um, and so when I was listening to this song yesterday, as I was like getting ready to go out, I was like, oh, my God, I, I love this song. And it's like, you know, it's called Baby Girl. And they're essentially saying, like, do it for the girls. Like, you know, and for me, I know I'm big on representation and I'm big on, like, you know, visibility. And it's like, girl, do it for yourself, but also like for the person that's behind you, that can see you like, you know, if I uplift you, you can uplift somebody else. So I really just love the whole message of the song. And so then I went back and I was like, okay, well, let me just go download ungodly hours. So I've been, I, that is what I'm going to take a bath to tonight. So I appreciate nice. that for that. So I'm excited, but I, I just love it. Do it for, do it for the baby girl. Like I'm here for it. <laughs> Yeah, you listen, you're gonna have a fun time with that album. I listen to it all the time. It's yeah, so I'm gonna text good. you my little jams uh when I, when I get to it so I can let you know what, what I'm vibing to. But yeah, I just yeah, I'm excited. Nice. All right. Our next song is uh Freak by Victoria Monet. Yes. Freak. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I discovered this song on mm -hmm. again. I'm gonna let you take a wild guess. Uh, a playlist. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and you know, I actually happened to be in the bath, and I had to like run out the bathtub to make sure that I like saved the song. Um, I just mm -hmm. I like the voice. I like um, and it really resonates. So it's called Freak, and essentially the song is saying, "Stop playing in my face." When you're dealing with somebody that's like running game on you, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be the perfect person for you. And at the end of the day, they end up being a jerk or a like, you know, and basically what she's saying is I don't got time to waste. We both adults. If you just want to, you know, be the freak of the week and that's yeah. our relationship and we consent to it, then that's fine. Like, you don't have to play these games. I'm an adult. OK. Yeah. So, yeah. I I like uh, go go keep going. I'm oh no, I'm just saying because comply to me in my life. Okay, listen, <laughs> we don't gotta be together, but we can have fun. <laughs> <laughs> See, I mean, um, first of all, what does R and B stand for? Uh, rhythm and blues. Okay, because it feels like a lot of R and B songs are like either about love or like something like some sort of heartbreak or something like that. But um, I mean, it really fits. Like all the artists like that that do it like specifically when when I was listening to her the notes that I wrote down just like you was like her voice is very like soft um she's really good at storytelling and just like expressing like how she's feeling with uh, this atmosphere that she's trying to paint for us um I enjoyed her I wasn't familiar with Victoria Monet I've heard her name before um I I don't even remember where but I've heard her name around before but um is she a big artist in the R&B world so she's more of an upcoming artist and this is off of her debut like little EP love or life after love part one um okay. so again a lot of these artists are breakout new artists and that's the artists that I love to discover I love to hear what the the young girls are out here sounding like what they're talking like and I think the evolution of R&B specifically uh for 
black females like I love like the summer walkers like telling these stories that we deal with uh, but you know the older generation you know Tony Braxton you know I'm breaking my heart you know he wasn't man enough for me like they were you know rather progressive but these songs yeah. are like rather progressive of the times where I can really relate to it because it, they literally talking the language that I speak so I just mm-hmm. I love listening to the up and coming R&B uh male and females that are like coming out also love listening to my old school R&B so it's just a uh I love good music just period yeah I definitely plan on um tapping into Vic- Victoria Monet a little bit more I really like the way that her voice sounds it's just I don't know it's something about it, it's just really calming and soothing when I, when I heard it so I liked her I liked the song a lot and I definitely um this in caliber so far out of those songs were added on my playlist so oh okay um, not added that. to the playlist listen you you leaving the impact on me okay so I'm, you know I got you I'm here listen you gonna be an R&B <laughs> head uh before before you go but again I I think I told you this before sometimes I tend to be drawn to whether it's it could be country pop hip hop mm-hmm. I'm drawn to more sadder more you did me dirty or like somebody just speaking their truth about a relationship um, I don't know why it I just it resonates with me so I, I love always get into the lyrics and if it's something that I feel like I can relate to or it makes me feel I have some type of emotional connection or reaction to it. Nine times out of 10, I'm going to be adding it to my playlist. All right. And uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, you got your music preference and I'm, I'm so open to listen to so much new stuff. So, um, I'm really starting to like enjoy like this new R&B stuff. You know, I'm trying to I'm trying to open my mind a little bit. I'm like, okay, you guys are you guys are slowly inching your way into my uh, catalog. So, okay. All right. <laughs> uh, so the next song, it is an old one, um, but it's coming from my favorite rapper of all time, uh, Notorious B.I.G. This is Machine Gun Funk. Come on, Biggie. All right. Speak. I mean, speaking a little Kim, I was like, we might as well mention Biggie a little bit, you know. Um, Frank White. See, if anyone who's ever seen like a podcast with me on it, there's like, uh, uh, there's a picture of Biggie on my wall in my background, and you know, Biggie is my favorite artist of all time. Um, You know, this guy. Why is that? I'm, I'm listen. The swagger. Of a big guy, you know, I'm a pretty big guy myself. He has so much swagger. I think that he has one of the best rap flows ever. Just like when you listen to the his like rhyme schemes and just the way that he just like goes on a beat, it's just like it's just like so smooth, man. Like it's not there's not a lot of artists uh, throughout time who could really just be so smooth on the beat. Like uh, I know Drake, for example, huge inspiration um, from Biggie because you know just the way that he makes his songs and he's written like so many hits for some people specifically like. Kim as well. Um, I just love Biggie. Um, this is Lil Kim write her own songs. Oh, she does. All right, definitely discrediting. But Ready to Die also, I feel like it's one of those underrated albums. It's almost like a perfect album in my opinion, with like no skips. Um, 
Machine Gun Funk, that was just like, yeah, it, you know, it was such a chill song. I didn't want to put one of those mainstream ones that everyone listens to, like Big Papa and going back to Cal. I'm like, yeah, let me put something that people probably haven't listened to before. So what I always think of, I, again, we were just talking about Queen Latifah and Little Kim and just like their impact and, you know, just Biggie's impact on the rap game and the fact that, like, you know, you are, in my opinion, still a young toddler and, <laughs> you know, the fact that you're saying that he is your favorite artist. Like I I love his impact and definitely his life was taken from us too soon. I always, when I think of artists like that, I, and I think of like current raps, I always, in my mind, I envision like if Biggie was still around today, I, I wonder where he would be in the yeah. the hip hop community. Would he be with like, would he be like a mogul, like the Jay-Z, Diddy, Rick Ross? And then I also think like, what would a track with like the Migos and Biggie sound like? You know what I mean? Like I like I just wonder sometimes like those older rappers, like how if they were to like collaborate with these other rappers or like would they flow change or like, you know, the evolution of rap and sometimes you know you gotta switch it up, you gotta change your cadence, you gotta so I always like in my mind when I hear songs of Biggie or, or Pac or even Prince, you know, um, I just think what would the influence of today and I would love it if like you know we could just make a wish and yeah. you know get them down from heaven for a second and just create a song I can like I'll, I can literally spend like hours thinking about stuff like that I'm just you know in my head a lot like like if we still had Biggie Pac or I mean even outside of like you said Prince Michael Jackson I'm just like would the music that we have right now still sound this way? You know, like um, it, so many hits that came from them, they really just influence a whole generation of, of artists, even to this day. I'm just like, all right, would the SoundCloud era ever have happened without, you know, if they were still around? Um, would, would it still be more like soul rhythmic more than rather than street rap? How would like uh, a little Wayne, for example, even like adapt when he was new if Biggie and Pac were still around? You know, so it's very unfortunately we lost a lot of like these really good music moguls um and in their younger years because honestly i would love to see what they would have did in this new era like like without biggie specifically there's no i would say there's no like jay-z without no jay-z there's no kanye west like the, the list goes on so you know um you know it's unfortunate you could just wish but uh you know uh their their impacts will never be like dismantled like it, it's 2022 2022 and we're still talking about like how Biggie and Tupac like still like some of the best rappers ever you know? right Did, so. were you a big pun fan um I'm big pun fan I, I've listened to his music but I wasn't like too huge on him but he has some good hits too yeah no I just was I one of my friends uh Iberio's he loves a big pun and again yeah. I, I think you know just in that same vein of conversation if there were no big pun, would there be a fat Joe? Would there be a pit bull? Like, you know, like yeah. the, the influence of these rappers and like, you know, for big pun to be um, from, you know, New York span, like, you know, just again, like just what would, what would a big pun sound like on uh, a Drake song? Like I just, I, I can go yeah. on and on and on with these like combinations, but yeah, definitely uh, we've lost a lot of great people, but their legacy continues to live on through music and, Again, which is why I just love the playlist, because I think that there are a lot of differences, you know, in this world. We had all time of just people just they just angry. They mad. They just want to be mad at something. And again, I I just feel like music is 
the language of love and like, you know, people can come together. Like we could just listen to a song and it really could change the world. Absolutely. So what you got next? All right. I was like, we're both from Philly. I want to put some Philly representation oh. on here. So I put uh, a song from Meek Mill's new album, Expensive Pain. And it is actually <laughs> the song Expensive Pain. So there you go. I really liked this song. I liked this. Uh, this album wasn't my favorite Meek album, yeah. but it definitely had some jams on it. But I, I, I love the evolution of Meek. Meek being a young Philly rapper from the inner streets. Uh, you know, he was in the, the Philly rap circuit for a very long time at a very young age. He had the braids and then just to see his evolution. Um, and, you know, if you listen to the song Expensive Pain, it's really talking about we dream of being successful. We dream of getting to the point where like, you know, money isn't an issue. Uh, however, like it's not all glitz and glamor. Like, you know, it is a, the grass isn't always greener. And I always think of when I was like in third grade, we were learning about Gandhi. And I remember mm-hmm. this quote that like always sticks with me is that like suffrage is universal. So it doesn't matter whether you are wealthy. It doesn't matter if you're struggling. doesn't matter if you know, you're, your weight, which look like, you know, suffrage is universal. Like somebody that you could think is like has the perfectest life and that you aspire to be like they suffer too. Um, and I just feel like the song is just, just very deep in the sense of like you achieve all of the things that you want to achieve. But listen, you might lose friends. You might lose mm. family members. Uh, you know, you might have to change the way that you move and you have to do all of this other stuff and is it worth it and or some people feel like you change and you can have a best friend in 20 years and then you get money and then like you know you're entitled to stuff so it's it's like new levels become new devils and it is just I can relate to it a lot I have much respect for Meek it was interesting with this album that he had put out um it was in considered a mixtape and this was the last album or yes one more album to do off of his contract when we were talking about contracts yeah. before and you know meek is not happy with his contract and he wants to get out you know he's got new management you know he's into a lot of other endeavors and he put this mixtape out but it did numbers and then the record label was saying well due to your contract, we said album, not a mixtape. And so then it really just sparked this question of, and how we were talking about the institution and these record labels. Well, does it matter if it's called a mixtape or an album? Well, it clearly it does legally, but like it's got 13 tracks on here. It's charted. It, 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 it's like, so again, just another way for them to try to like use and drain these people of their funds. And it's like, he really can't make a lot of moves until he gets off of this album um and yeah. yeah it's just crazy i think we were talking about this last week what uh i think we were like what's the difference between a, a mixtape and album nowadays because it's like um the issue he's going through i think uh, megan's actually going through that too because uh she's trying to get out of hers mm-hmm. and she has a certain obligation and then they said oh this isn't an album it's a mixtape that doesn't count they're, they're looking for loopholes so, you know it's really unfortunate um <clears throat> but uh with this uh body work specifically um you know i've 
I'm like I said from Philly growing up. Um, Meek Mill has always been around. He's like one of the best rappers um, for like the longest time. From there, um, Meek started out like a, a really big street personality. I think he's still in there a lot. So you know, I I think there's still like a, a want for Meek's music. But he's hit a certain level of success now where like literally like what he has like his own little uh, dream chasers label under uh, Rock Nation now. So, uh, you know, he's like being like really like managed by like Jay-Z and he's making all these big moves and he's wealthy and being being molded like, you know, he came into this industry. And again, which is why I think this song is so interesting. And again, it's representation is so important. Like, you know, he's gotten this industry. He was just an inner city kid. And, you know, now he has Jay-Z as a mentor. Now he is moving differently and he is growing. And some people feel like, oh, he's not in the streets no more. He's not hood no more. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I don't want to be. I'm changing. Yeah. I'm evolving. You should try it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know why. Um, and we've seen this with Chief Keef too. Like, there's like a this whole thing where, oh, if you move on and you evolve and, and level up and you don't, you know, stay street and all this stuff, it's like, oh, you're fake. Uh, it's like, what? Yeah. Like, and it's come on, a, man. a huge problem in the black community because it's like, you know, a lot of these children, kids, this is their reality. They don't have like this is all that they know so i understand it however it's like is that where you want to stay like you know like you don't want to like you want to live right and so it is i think that although at times me get on my nerves and you do a lot of uh, like things that frustrate me Mm. however i see the growth in this black man from philadelphia and i see him evolving and i love that and i i i want to evolve like i don't want to be the person that i am today tomorrow so i just love seeing that evolution and i wish that in specifically in black communities because that's all that i know that we would um encourage us to evolve we would encourage us to you know get out of this mentality of just having to feel like the streets are the only way. Um, and again, that comes by more opportunities. That comes by better education. That comes by more representation of people, more mentorships, more, you know, a lot of things. So. Well, I think, I think Meek's going to only, the only direction he can go is up. I don't even think he's done evolving, which is, uh, is exciting in its own merit. Um, I want to see what he does with his career. Um, he just needs to stop doing, uh, Certain things, because like you he said, he needs to stay uh, off of Twitter. Okay, yeah. he needs to like you know. But listen, we gotta allow him to grow. He's you know what I mean. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a process, but we yeah. still gonna hold you accountable for the the stupid. Yeah, he does a lot of dumb stuff. <laughs> but um, all right, so uh, the next song we have about five songs left. Um, so this is uh, I never met. I mean, never heard of this person until oh now. Um, Snow Aguilera, Snow um, Allegra, a Snow Allegra. Yes, okay. I um, I love this artist. She's kind of like a Sade meets a like a, a Sade maybe meets like a Brandy. Um, okay. And I discovered her like a year and a half ago, right before the pandemic, and she was getting ready to go on this tour. I bought tickets, and then due to the pandemic uh the tour got canceled and then she finally came back uh she put out another album uh, and this is the the tour i was able to go me and Wendeezy and a couple of our friends went and it was just such a great i just love snow allegra and i just love all of her music and if you get a chance to listen to snow allegra if you like uh, a smooth vibe but with a current beat and you know a message uh, about love about you know 
self-development, please get into Snow Allegra. And if you get into Snow Allegra, uh, let me know what your thoughts are. You know, she spells snow, S-N-O-H. And I put this song on the playlist because I've heard this song a thousand times. And I always just thought it was talking about somebody from your past and like, you know, a relationship. However, why I love going to live shows, anybody that follows me on the Instagram, like you see, uh, I love a live show. Me and my friend Sarah, like that's our judge. Like we like to mm-hmm. see artists. And one of the things what I love about seeing an artist live is that one, you make you might not even like an artist. Then you go see them live and you have a different perspective. Uh, but mm-hmm. again, with this Snow Allegra song, uh, the song is called Violet Skies. And before she performed it, she said that this song is when she wrote this song for herself years ago to the self that like did not think that she could be where she is, did not think that like her music career would ever be something that was like doubtful. And so like this is her self currently on tour, you know, what she manifested, she is just writing to her younger self to let her younger self like, I only got here because of you. I didn't forget you. It's, it's just like, and when she said that, it blew my mind. I like literally yeah. when I got back to the car, I put it on and I was just like, oh my God. Like, and I, I just, it, for me, it's very inspirational. It's called Violet Skies. I, I love, I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> no, you good. All those times that I was If I could go back in time, yeah. I would say, oh, it just gives me chills just to know the meaning of that song. And I feel like I am that version of herself years before. So I, I just oof, I, I, get, oof, I just love snow. One thing I love to do when um, you're, you're introducing me to some of these people, I'm like, who would I love to hear uh, these artists like collab with? And the the vibe that she was giving off, I would love to hear a collab with like a a Cali Uches or a Tyler the Creator or a Don Tyler or something like that. Like I really love just like I'm not gonna call it like lo-fi or blues or R and B. It's kind of hard to even put her in a box because she that it, she has like a mixture of a lot of different sounds. But I just loved the way that it makes you feel once you're listening to it. You know, it, it makes you feel like very just like mellow and relaxed. A whole vibe. Like a blue. Yeah, it's just cool. It's cool. I like her. I liked it a lot. Yes. Who we got next? Okay. So um, we already heard a Chloe and Halle song, but um, this one is Chloe's um, new single. It's called Treat Me. It's uh, it, it was gaining some traction. So this is what it sounds like. Treat Me is definitely a jam. Um, yeah. What I think is so interesting is that she got a lot of backsla- backlash of the video. Um, and again, like you were saying, Chloe and Haley, uh, people are used to seeing them 
their younger selves, like, you know, as little yeah. kids growing up. And now, like, you know, uh, Miss Chloe's saying, I'm an adult and I want to be like, I want to flaunt my sexuality. There's nothing wrong with that if that's what you choose to do. Uh, but she is, there are some scenes in this video that could be misconstrued as raunchy. And a lot of people are like, she don't need to do this. She got talent. Why she do, she's, she's acting like the girls that can't sing and this is what they do uh, to sell records. And so it is very sexual. So if you see the video for treatment, me especially at the end when she twerking but this is what I would say to them so why can't she be talented and want to like tap into her own body and be sexy like she like she yeah. girl, she's in her young 20s like let this girl live and she's always getting compared yeah. to Beyonce now I will say her last single uh what was the name of that song um I forget. Uh, uh, walk it, Fudge, like I do. Yes, I, like I, I do. Like yes, 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 yes. A lot of people were like, "Oh my gosh, she sounds like Beyonce now." But I will say is it 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 was giving me like a song written for Beyonce, but like she didn't record it. But here's the thing though, yeah. like I ain't mad. If Beyonce my protege, like I'm going to emulate myself like her. I'm going to like we yeah. see the influence, but I just hate the comparisons. Like, why you always got to compare the girls? Like, let this girl live. Let her make some mistakes. Let her shake her booty if she wants. Yeah. So, so I mean, I, I got a lot to say uh, about these two as a, like a, a, I would say a relatively new fan. So, first of all, they they came up from um, the radio Disney era. Like, they were they were Disney kids at first, and then they were on Blackish as actors, and then. You know, they, they've always been in like in the music scene, but Ungali Hour, I remember I was watching a Breakfast Club interview. They were, they said that the reason they made that album was to show people, hey, like, you know, we're still like these good girls and stuff, but like we have like, uh, you know, like the other side we want to expose to ourselves, which is like the treat me, um, side of Chloe. Like Chloe specifically has been very vocal on like how she just wants to express her sexuality and just like, um, you know, her body and like, like, like who cares what she's doing at this point? You know, like she's a grown woman. Um, she can do what she wants with her music. She's very talented. It's not like someone's writing her music. She she makes beats herself. She she writes stuff. Um, she can sing. She can dance. She can do all that. She's she's an artist. So it's like if this is how she wants to express herself, who cares? It's like I honestly feel it's just like people who like simping over her. Like oh, I can't date Chloe. Uh, like like bruh. Right. Like let her do what she wants. Like let who cares? Her, I so I, like I see both sides of the coins. Like I yeah. I feel like so not the like not the negative comments. I'm like, oh, yeah, there were some like uh, constructive criticism of just saying like you feed into the narrative of the only way uh, that a popular black artist, they have to do this. So I understand what they are saying. But my thing is keep that same energy across the board. Then, Yeah. So like I, I I get it, but at the same time it's like let this girl live, let her do her thing. Why y'all like yeah, let her live, like uplift her, period. I, I Support her. And sorry, my last thing is, and for everybody that had these comments, did you buy? Did you buy the single? Oh okay, be quiet, <laughs> child. Okay, Ooh. if you put money in your pocket, shut up. Right. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like I think Chloe specifically because Hallie's more so moving into the acting world, right? I, I think Chloe, the sky's the limit for where her career can go. Uh, I think that she has the vocal, she has the 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 star power. She's I think she's one project away from like finally taking off. And I you know, I, I think 
I think she she needs to stop feeding into these people because I know that she's like crying on Instagram and stuff. It's just like who cares what these people have to say at the end of the day? Like we we seen Lizzo, huge superstar, and then she'll let like uh, these internet trolls like get to her or or Doja Cat. Like I've seen a lot of like new female artists like. I honestly like feed into like these it, trolls. It's like it's hard. I mean, I I understand it. Like my very short time with Survivor, yeah, um, very short. Uh, I would I got a lot of positivity, but it is so hard. Like you know, you can get a thousand positive messages, and then you will see a one message like "You sucked. Why were you even there?" And although yeah. you know it's not true, it's just like uh, so. It's so easy to be like, don't read it, don't do it, but it yeah. is a another thing, and I can only imagine on the scale in which that they get it. Uh, but again, oh, yeah. which is why it's important to love yourself. It's important to work. It's important to embrace your flaws, and Embr- like you know, because if you embrace your flaws, ain't ain't nothing somebody could say to you that's going to tear you down. And have a good support system, and be in therapy because it, it, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know, we're, we're from us regular people, it's kind of, it's very hard to just even imagine um, at that, uh, at that caliber. Right. So like, you know, I, I completely like, uh, I, I, I clap my hands and give a lot of respect to um, artists specifically like her, who just like, like I said, the sky's the limit. Um, one thing I love about this list so far, we just have like a lot of new artists who are like are on the rise trying to prove themselves. It's just like, you know, just keep going. Just do what you have to do. Yes. Um, but yeah. All who, right. Who we got next? Um, another artist I've never heard of that you put me onto. Um, this is Layla. Leia. Um, the song is called Sailor Moon. Yes. It is. Let me tell you about this artist, Alaya. I, believe it or not, discovered it on a mixtape. I heard the song Sailor Moon. I heard it twice. And one of the times I couldn't make it out the bathtub in time to, like, find it. And I was like, okay, whenever I play it again, I'll hear it. I was in a car, and I was like, oh, my God, need to download this song. And this song, Sailor Moon, is also about me. How are you with things like this? When I get, when I like a song that, I like, I will put it on repeat and I can listen to it for hours. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing with Sailor Moon. And then maybe like, oh, two weeks ago, I was like, you know what? I wonder, is this a single or album? And so it's her first album called Um Hello and Bay Bay. I have not listened to a whole product, uh, a whole album in R&B like this in a very long time of a new artist. And so I just started getting on the Leia bandwagon and I've been like trying to figure out when she going on tour because I need to see her. It is a, you know, first of all, Sailor Moon is basically saying like, you know, I can be what you want me to be. Like, I want to protect you. I want to like, I'll be whatever it is that you want me like I let me be your Sailor Moon, but show me love, show me respect, and mind you, just her whole album, it's like, relationships, it's like, oh, I just, for me, it reminds me of, like, Latoya Luckett's first album, Torn, um, if it was in 2022, it's just a whole vibe, please check out my girl, Leia, L-A-Y-A, uh, this song is Sailor Moon, but get into that whole project, um, hello, it's a jam, you won't be disappointed. 
I like her aesthetic with fashion and everything. Uh, when I was looking at her, um, she's very weird and not bad weird. Like I love, I yes. love weird. She reminds um, me of like Doja Cat a little bit. Yeah, exactly. That perfect, perfect comparison. Um, yeah, and just to name a song, Sailor Moon for my anime fan, Sailor Moon is a is an anime um icon so it's like okay i was like that's, yes. a, that's a sentiment right there um but yeah I, she's new she's she's not big yet so i mean she's we gonna make her, her big like purple her. pants posse yes please do I, I like her i like i like the music i love the vibe the production on the sound specifically there's a lot of like different weird sounds and synthesizer i was like okay i'm like this is something i can get into um so i, I definitely want to tap in more into Leia's music I, I i just liked her entire aesthetic yes and she and like she could sing like oh i mean yeah. those songs i literally have been listening to this album non-stop um yeah. and i'm literally taking a break from taking a bath to it because i'm getting into chloe and Haley. uh but like it <laughs> is a it's a vibe if you like r&b if you like you 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 know the vibes if you like a a latoya if you like a a summer walker you like a scissor you i you would very much so enjoy leia please get those it. are the exact comparisons i was about to give it yeah it says that specifically I, I felt but she has that. her own sound like you know it's just yeah. like I'm I'm here for it um, and then yes we're down to our final two yes alright so we have a Normani song I do know Normani do I listen to her that much no but I know who Normani is yes. um, this one's fair she's from Fifth Harmony she had a, a single out last summer-esque with Cardi B and you know the album the project did not drop I'm assuming the label might have pulled back they were feeling like who knows but she just I noticed a new song it's called Fair and woo Listen, baby. First of all, okay. Uh, here for it. Um, and first of all, oof, the words. Is it fair that you moved on? Because yeah. my heart is still broken. Like, how you just going? How how I'm going to love you? And then you like, we, we not together no more. You moved on with somebody else. Child, the story of my life. But um, uh, yes, I love this. I think she was the only uh black young lady in fifth harmony she you know was making going it solo and we have yet to get the project a lot of people are huge fans of hers and want to support her i think her song with cardi b was popping and i like the fact that this route they went with the slower you know song uh because you know sometimes you know doing r&b you got to get the if it's up then it's up then it's up it's like type of song but yeah slow it on down for us sis here for it i oh sorry this song really good see um I, it was actually kind of interesting when you sent me these songs because i already put plan to put family ties on it right mm-hmm. um i first heard of normani um because uh if you watch the music video for family ties normani is in it with baby keem uh like playing a part like like his girl or whatever and i didn't know who that was um so then i searched her up and i heard her music and i was like okay like like i, w- I really liked her sound um I-, I can like i will listen to her like uh like a tinashe or or chloe haley as well um but I just liked her. She she has a lot of star power, mm-hmm. in my opinion. She's very pretty. She has a, a great voice. Um, and I would just like to see what she does with it. Yes. And what I think is so special about her is that people want her to win. Um, yeah. And it's like, 
I feel like at times it's the labels. It's how they promote it. It's like when they drop the songs, but definitely like for her to drop a song like this and it's April clearly. And like, I always tell everybody like for, you know, the, the song of the summer, everybody wants the song of the summer. And in order to get the song of the summer, um, some people take the approach of allowing it to build. So if you drop a song in April and you know, it does well and it does well, then come mid-June, July, August, touring season, festival seasons, everyone knows this song now, and now it's like, you know, stuck in your head. So this is the time that you will see these bigger artists start to drop these songs because every big artist wants the song of the summer. Now, of course, there will be some artists that can just drop in July, and it will be huge, but in order to have that impact, um, you need to ride the song into the summer. It's just, this is my forte. I always love this time of the year because I'm like, okay, who's What's it going to be? And if you remember this time last year, if it's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's mm-hmm. up. Like, you know, when did that song drop? Okay, listen, pay attention. Yeah, that's why I'm scared for the, uh, a lot of these new artists because uh, I know Kendrick, when Kendrick drops, he's going to be taking over a lot of them charts. I'm like, I mean, get, get y'all streams in. But listen, but some people also, uh, like I said earlier, like the big giants will go head to head. Some yes. people's motto is, okay, well, listen, if Kendrick dropping, I'll drop with Kendrick and, you know, I'll get my, I'll get my label to on the playlist, put my single right after Kendrick. So again, you know, Kendrick's going to stream, people going to check it out and then boom, here come my song. So again, Mm -hmm. sometimes you might sell even, you're not going, you're not going to sell as much as the bigger artists, but sometimes you can ride that momentum of people are listening to music this day. So sometimes you don't got to be scared. If, if your music is good, put it out. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I'm rooting for Normani. I like her sound. I definitely want to check a lot more of her music out. I like her a lot. And yes, what what are we ending on? (laughs) Not rap, not (laughs) R&B. I wanted, uh, you know, I I always wanted to throw some random wild card that's completely different from everything else. This is an old song now, but I'm just a, I I used to be a Kesha stan, so I'm (laughs) a Kesha song. Uh, We are who we are, because why not? So it's so funny because it's like I I uh you hear the song all the time. Like it's so crazy yeah. that like it's old because it is a very catchy and popular song. But here's my question. Has Kesha put out new music? So Kesha's interesting because so she's still putting out music. It's not like the the old Kesha music that we are that we're used to, like the club music. She's putting out um I, I will say more like uh, melodic, more singy music. Um, she, she she's kind of going through a situation right now. Um, I I don't know all the extremes with this, so I don't want to speak too much on it. But I, I know something with uh, either one of her managers or or the label, and like there's like lawsuits going around uh-huh. and all that. So it's messy. Um, well, we live for the tea like that, uh, Isaiah. We gotta you gotta tell us. So what she's I'm, like yeah. is it some? Okay, so she got a manager and she wants to leave them, but she's under contract. So it's like one of those type of situations or was she, like was she dating the manager do you like you do, do you know the tea um so i mean i can give a very very small like i said i'm not too tapped into it but it's with this guy named dr luke um, oh that's right okay mm, okay yeah okay yeah and who else and he i'm so i'm not familiar but he also doesn't he he owns the rights to isn't it what's the taylor swift taylor swift got yes. you okay yes. 
And he, she's like suing him for like hate crimes and like she mm. was alleging to like rape and all oh it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. So I like, I got to do more research on it. But, um, yeah, this Dr. Luke guy has a lot of stuff going on uh, with multiple art. It's not good. Mm. Um, what, what did but, I say? At the, the institution. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, you know, the people uh, mm. the, the people behind the scenes that's really running everything, you know. Mm. Um, but, you know, I've just again, Takesha. Kesha was my middle school music person that I was, like, secretly listening to. I didn't tell anybody about it. Like, I loved Kesha's music. Why, were you, listen to why were you secretly listening to it? Because, I mean, you know, Kids are, are ruthless back in the day. They just want to, if you're not listening to like, uh, like who was big back there, if you're not listening to like Wayne and um, uh, who else was popping, Drake, Chris Brown, all those people, like you know, the mainstream people's like, oh, you listen to like girl music, like what you do, you know, it's different. That was different back then. No, I get it. Uh-huh. I get it. Well, yeah, I'm glad that I you, love yes, should be able to listen um, to whoever you music is. It's, it's, music has no gender. Kids are kids are. I mean, I know. I mean, I know. I know. I know. I (laughs) trust me. I get it. But I'm just saying. I I hope that you know. You know, a lot of people can relate to that. You know, because I I was listening to the Spice Girls, and I had to like hide that from my brothers. So I, I I completely get that. Yeah, but you know that's all. I just wanted to sprinkle a little bit of a different genre. I was like, you know, I, I want to do one of those every time. Last time it was like I think Yeet or something. I was yes. like, let me throw some random in there. So yeah, I think you know, and we should start coming up with rules um, that uh, for the playlist and for the posse. If you're listening, I feel like um, we can do current. I feel like we should do current, um, and then. We're still making up the rules as we go. But I definitely think <laughs> that we have to, each of us each week has to like play a song off of our like hidden playlist when we were younger. Oh, that would be fun. I like that. Oh my God, because I already got the song. I'm about to tell you now, but I can't. You're going to have to <laughs> tune in in a couple of weeks for that. But yeah, so that is the n- first rule that we have is that like a song off of your hidden playlist your of your younger self. Um, I'm down for that. Yes. I have a perfect. Oh my God. So do I. Oh my God. So do I. (laughs) So great. But Isaiah, this has been so much fun. I love the fact that we have this purple pants playlist and I love to be able to talk music because it's just something that I'm very passionate about. And like, at times when I'm talking to you, I'm like surprised at how much I know because I, I just, I feel like I, these, like the little things I search online and read different stuff, but I love it. And I can't wait uh, to do another Purple Pants playlist. Posse, if you are listening, let us know what you think in the comments. Tweet us, get at us. If there's a song that you need to add in or that we should add in, I think that tweet us and let us know. And that should be, that's our second rule is we should try to get a song suggested by the listeners. Um, at least one song. So we'll have to keep our eyes on the Twitters and the DMs. So we got two yeah. rules. So I love coming up with structures and rules. I think it's so much fun. But Isaiah, before you go, what you got popping over there? Where can the people follow you at? What's the tea? Yeah, um, I'll make sure to tweet, first of all, about that, too. I'm going to get y'all suggestions and all that. So keep a lookout for that. But um, you can find me on literally all socials at the at eight ball bangers, literally the number eight, then ball bangers um and, and you can find me um either podcasting about uh other reality television shows or music or anime or whatever i'm talking about on my channel silent podcast um by the time this comes out my my interview with arista cox should be out by then so 
um, check that out. Yes. Big Brother Canada's host, Arissa Cox. I speak to her with that um, as well. As uh, you can also listen to if you like music, I have music on SoundCloud. Um, links that should be in those bios and all that fun stuff. Um, and yeah, you know, I'm just probably just uh, trolling or ranting on social media. <laughs> so that's, that's where you can find me. <laughs> I love it. I can't wait till the Arissa Cox interview comes out. Um, yeah. Thank you so much, Isaiah. This has been your Purple Pants playlist material girls who's the freak who's the freak who's the freak of the week who's that who's that who's that freaky freaky freak who's the freak of the week might be me might be might be And we are on to this week's Freak of the Week. And it really should be no surprise, being as though the name of this episode is Material Girls. But last Monday night, I had the opportunity to see an artist that came to Philadelphia who is currently on tour. I talked a little bit about it in the Purple Pants playlist. But anyone that knows me or listens to this podcast, uh, you should know by now there is a rapper named Saucy Santana. And I discovered him about three years ago. He was a friend of the city girls and you will always see him in their lives and just a character. And he made like this one mixtape or just one song and it really kind of sort of took off. And then he made another song, Welcome Like a Dog. And that really kind of sort of solidified Saucy Santana as an artist. Since then, he's gone on to release, I believe, four albums, two mixtapes. And people seem to be knowing his name. He's got features with the City Girls. He's got a feature coming out with Little Nas X. All of the blogs are posting and loving him. And I just really love Saucy Santana to be, you know, a unapologetically flamboyant, proud, gay black man rapping in an industry that doesn't really accept a lot of things. And for Saucy to beat to his own drum and just make music for the girls. I just love it. I think that it just is everything that I talk about, um, representation, visibility, and, you know, just being your authentic self really matters. And so it's why we've been so drawn to Saucy Santana. So last Monday, I had the opportunity to go to a show and, you know, through a friend of a friend that knows that I love Saucy Santana, they, you know, hooked it up with the tour manager and was like, okay, y'all two need to meet. And so I was able to meet Saucy and it was just so much fun to just be like, I'm such a huge supporter of yours. And, you know, how you know I, I've been following you forever, but I was just able to outline to him why he is so impactful and why he is so needed. And I just wanted to give him his flowers and just let him know that, like, you are really blazing the trails for other queer people of color behind you and continue to do what you do. And, you know, I love you and I'm so thankful. And so it was just a really great moment. You know, we took some photos, had a little kiki, but listen, baby boy had to head home because I was catching a flight to Chicago the next morning. But again, it's important to give people their flowers. And so I just am so honored to be in the presence of somebody that I look up to, I admire, and I love, which is why this week, the Freak of the Week is Saucy Santana Material Girls. So if you haven't checked out Saucy Santana, take a listen to his music. It might not be your taste, but he might got a song or two that you like. And uh, I just love supporting people that live their true, authentic self. And if Saucy Santana is the Freak of the Week, that means we are coming to 
to a close of another amazing podcast. Huge shout out to Isaiah Goins for doing the Purple Pants playlist with me. I appreciate everyone's support. Anyone that came out to any of the events that we have had, I am so grateful for you. So grateful for this podcast. So grateful for this platform. Thank you, Robert. You know I love you. And my Purple Pants posse, you guys know how much I love you. We go together. But if you could be so kind to ensure that you are subscribed to the Purple Pants podcast, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever the podcast resides, you can find the Purple Pants podcast. Hit subscribe, write a review, give your baby boy some five stars, and don't forget to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend that it's Material Girls, because it's a, it's a, it's a, it's the purple pants, it's the purple pants, it's the purple pants podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the purple pants podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. It's the purple pants podcast. You're trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the purple pants podcast. You're trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back though. It's the purple pants, it's the purple pants.